done an incredible class for us. Yes, it was incredible. And uh, uh, twice as many people as she thought would show up. And we want even more people to show up because what she's given us, you won't get anyplace else. All right, and it's really helpful. And I learned a lot from her. And one thing I learned from her is I'm not a counselor. <laughs> Ask me why. Because they got to wait for these folks get through going around in circles talking about nothing. But that's what, no, 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 counselors will wait. And they like this and they wait till you get through. She's so gentle. And I've been saying, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, so I learned that. Not that I need to change, that that's her gig. Mine is coaching, you know, you know, coaches don't, you don't go to them, they tell you, no, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. But incredible what she talked to us about. Really incredible. And we wants to do that monthly, is that right? And she's going to do that, and she can do it as long as she wants to do that. And, because uh, we need it. There is, there is, there, we, we need it. And it'll help us to grow and mature in our, in our, in our walk. One of the things that we want to talk about today is Satan is went, he has lost his, he's went crazy. We have seen churches are closing. Another big church is about to close again today uh, in Kansas City. Uh, churches all over the country. And I talked to Brother Fred, who lives in D.C., same thing there. And what is happening is, and uh, ministers are quitting the ministry, and what's happening is Satan is killing ministries. And most people don't understand that that that's what he's trying to do. He's not trying to, if he, he's doing everything he can to injure those that minister. And some of it we do to ourselves because we're not paying attention to the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. And then some of it is, you know, it's uh, folks get what they call, I don't know you could, but you call burnout. But we're gonna have to come to the point is, he's stealing ministries. That's what he's doing. And he can always steal the ministries of people who have religion because religion, those are the people who think that they talk about their religion before they talk about spirituality. Satan ain't scared of, of our religion. He's not scared of religion at all. He ain't scared, he doesn't care that uh, I'm Pastor Fields, that has nothing to do, that don't scare him, you see? Uh, whoever's doing what, he doesn't, he's not into that. He likes for us to depend on that because he knows that he can overpower that, all right? But we here at Christ Temple North know better the ones that have been here know better. Satan tries to destroy your ministries. We've got a group of people praying that the ministries, bless you, that the ministries are not destroyed at Christ Temple North. And then we need to pray for that in this country. You see, he's destroying it and he wants to. Christianity, churches are at its lowest attendance than it's been in for decades, you see. People blame it on COVID. You're going to mean that COVID, or whatever it is, COVID-19, whatever it is, is stopping people from going to church, you see? But that's an excuse. So people look for any kind of excuse not to get there. It makes him smile because the Bible says don't to get to do what? Fellowship with one another. So we here want to be, we, we ain't into that. We're not into the religious thing. We're spiritual saved and we're spiritual. And when we're saved and we're spiritual, we have the power to speak the same words that Christ spoke and Satan has to flee. That's a fact. But when you put the eyes in it, he's, he grins. 
Because I ain't, I keep teach you, eyes only good in between S and N. You see? But yeah, so we don't have no eyes over here. We don't care anything about that over here. We're only concerned about Satan coming to destroy our homes, our marriages, right? Our families and our church families. And so this, these lessons, I've done it two weeks ago. It sounds like a, if we write back to this, it is time for Christians to step up and be who Christ would have them to be, right? And see, let's get away from man-made stuff. Let's get away from all that man-made stuff, them titles and all that stuff. Get away from all that. That's not a weapon. But there is a weapon, and it's right in here. The Bible tells us that, 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 that and we're going to go over some of these scriptures. You've heard them before, because we want to be, let me tell you something. He has no business in your house. You see, now, some of us, some of us, we have things in our homes to protect us if somebody comes in our house. Right? Right, because that's the time of living. Well, spiritually, we, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We need to figure out what we can do to protect it. Do you understand? Well, these are, and it's the word of God. Here we go. We're starting off with Ephesians 1, starting at verse 3 from the Amplified Classic. May blessing and praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And the first thing, do you know the first thing that Satan hates is when you're praising Christ. He don't mind you edifying yourself. But when things are going wrong, folks, you want to make that devil mad and flee? Start praising God. You see? And if you live in, 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 in America and, uh, and you look at the news, you're going to praise God that you ain't in some of these other countries. You see? You see? There's a thank you, Lord. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for the journey you've carried. You understand what I'm saying? Here we go. He has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual given by the Holy Spirit, blessing in the heavenly realm. So God has blessed us with what? Religion? No, with spiritual. He has blessed us to be spiritual. Who gives us that spiritual blessing? The Holy Ghost. We need to start talking about the Holy Spirit. You see, we need to understand this about the Holy If there's a time that the church needs the Holy Spirit, it's now. Because you all have friends and family members who are not Christians, who don't attend church, but we can, we are spiritual people, you pray for those people. And your prayer for those people can be effective, you see, because it'll give them a choice. It won't make them be saved, but it'll give them a choice. You see, because an ignorant, a person that's in ignorance, not in a bad way, that's in ignorance, that means you don't know. They don't have a choice. They're, you see, but some people just need to know and make a choice. All right? And so for each one of it, but it's first of all got to start with you. You see, you can, let me, uh, Cliff O'Donnell, I think it's Cliff O'Donnell. I was turning the, the TV on and he was saying something that was really powerful. When you think you got it together, Satan's talking to you. Yeah, when you think you all right, Satan's talking to you. Because there ain't a time in your life where you all right. You see, because if you are a Christian, okay, there's always room for what? Growth. You understand? And a lot of people don't grow because 
they're not teachable because they got that eye and I listen, I listen, I listen that, so they're not teachable because they live off their eyes and Satan loves that. But if you are a good Christian, you have to have a teachable spirit. You see? All right. So then we jump down to verse 17. For I always pray to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. And it's Paul talking. That he may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation. And I talked about the same scriptures two weeks ago. How many of you all walked out of the church and has never prayed, even though you've heard the messages, have never prayed for God to grant you wisdom and, and revelation? I mean, you walked out of here and never prayed for God to give you wisdom and revelation. These are divine things. You can't get this from man. Man can give you knowledge. Knowledge comes from books and personalities. Spiritual things come from God. All right? Yes, that spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight into mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of him. How much do you know about Christ? You see? You know that you can go and get a degree in theology or a degree in whatever. There's no schools teaching about degrees, just Christ. We need a degree in Christ. Are you with me? We need to really know Jesus Christ. Really know Jesus Christ. All right? By having the eyes of your heart flooded with light. And light always penetrates through darkness. You can't penetrate through darkness with knowledge. You penetrate through darkness with wisdom. And that's what God wants us to do. He's given us the light. Jesus is the light. We need that. The Holy Spirit will, let me tell you something, no matter how dark your life gets, the Holy Spirit will lighten your life. He will put a light in your life. And sometimes he shines that light on you. You see, we need to do that. Oh, there's an old song, I forgot what it was, but in the song it says, it talks about bless those around, but bless me first. You see, sometimes you got to get selfish. Lord, it's me standing in the need of the prayer. Not my brother, not my sister, but oh Lord, me standing in the need of the prayer. All right? So that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you. There's too many people that don't understand this scripture. Listen to me very carefully. Look at my mouth. He is, if you are saved, he has called you to do something. That's called ministry in, in our terminology. Everybody has a ministry that's saved. You know, some people get caught up on their titles. Everybody in the church got a ministry saved. We just put titles on stuff because there's nothing else to do. But everybody's got a ministry. Now listen, the Satan hates that. He hates your calling. Yeah, he hates because it's a ministry. So what's he going to try to do? He's going to try to steal your ministry. You see, there are people in the pulpit that don't belong in the pulpit. They belong doing something else. And Satan's glad for them to speak once every now and then. Yeah, see? But he don't want them doing a full-time ministry because what he's called you is full-time. Are y'all with me? What he's called you to do is full-time. That's who you are. What, what, what your purpose in life, if God has blessed you, that's who you are every day. Yes, every day. There are some people who, who and I can use her all the time, because I call her evangelist, Sister Lynn has got it. No matter where she's at, she's talking about Jesus. 
You see, I don't have to be Sister Lynn, right? Because pastors have sheep. I'm responsible for the sheep. Her gift is to minister, to evangelize. You know, you ain't gonna see me in a grocery store looking for folks to see if they saved. <laughs> you know, when I'm going to the grocery store, I'm going in there to get what I want to get out. But that's not my ministry. Do you understand? We got to understand, every one of you, there's not a one of you in here, you need to hear what I'm saying, that God hadn't called you to do something. You got to figure out what it is. And don't try to mimic somebody else. You got your own. Some people are here to get, I'm talking about the body of Christ now, to save one person. You've all heard me do that for many years. I've used that. This guy was an evangelist. He went into this church. Nobody got saved the first day or second day. And then the last day, one person came up and he was really upset because only one person came. When they bring an evangelist in, you're supposed to have a lot of people get saved in the church. Only one person got saved. Later on, he found out that the person that got saved became a minister, became a pastor for Billy Graham. That's huge. You understand? Don't ask me. Ask God, what is your purpose? What is your purpose? You all know Philip in the Bible? Well, you should read it. You read Acts. But Philip in the Bible was sent out into the desert to help an Ethiopian soldier. God sent him out in the middle of a desert. And you know, why would he see Philip? Anytime when he had somebody to go to Samaria, who would he use? He used Philip. Samarians would be like biracial people today, okay? And the Jews didn't like them because they were biracial. What we would use that terminology today. But Philip was a street guy. And so anytime he had a project that he did done, he didn't send him to the other side. He sent Philip. Wake you up, didn't it? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he said, Philip. Right? Now, can I help you? Get off TV. It was an Ethiopian soldier, right? What color was he? He's a black man. Philip wasn't a black man. God sent, I would say, this white guy, I'll use that terminology, went on, out in the middle of a desert to save one black man. Read your Bible. It's in there. It was his purpose. It's his purpose. Ask God what your purpose is. Some of you all in here, there's some young people in here, you'll probably get married, have kids. Your purpose may that one of your children is going to be something great. And that's what God put you here to do that. Does that make sense? I'll use that sort of, y'all know who T.G. Jakes is, right? He had a mom and daddy. Right? So his parents' purpose is what? To bring him forth. God don't think any more of T.D. Jakes than you. Your ministry might be so-called, you think it's bigger? Let's do it this way. Make it plain, Pastor. Make it plain, Pastor. If 10 people were saved from being drowned, okay, that's pretty good, isn't it? Ask the one how important it was for somebody to save him. Are you with me? You see, it's not a numbers thing. It's what God's called me to do. 
Satan wants to steal your purpose. And he'll do it. He'll talk, cause all kinds of stuff to happen. But he's trying to store, and if you're not smart enough, he'll get over with it because we're being ignorant to who's in our ear. Okay? All right, here we go. So again, understand the hope to which he has called you and how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints, his set-apart ones. Understand what? His glorious inheritance. What's an inheritance? It's free. You inherit it when you got saved. You see, this is mine because he gave it to me. I inherited it. Okay? And in verse 19, so that you can know and understand what is the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe. There's power in who we believe in, Jesus Christ. There ain't no power in nothing else. There's no power. And I tell y'all, religion is God's, excuse me, religion is man's way to reach God. God's way for man to reach him is faith. You see, it's faith. You got to have power. Guess why you got to have power? You got an enemy. You see? If you ever watch, and most of you in here are sports people, and we watch it and say, man, they overpowered them dudes. Right? Be Christians and say, Satan, dude, I can overpower you. Are you with me? Yes, that power as demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength. So, of his what? His mighty strength. His strength. Not your strength, not your education, not your title, none of that stuff. It's in his strength. You see? It's his strength that will help you get through the sicknesses, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and financially. It's his strength. Do you understand? As long as I have his strength, they can shoot all that stuff in me, they're shooting in me, I'll be standing here. Period. It's his strength. Got nothing to do with me. It's his strength. I'm relying on his strength. You see? My prayer is, look at me very carefully when I say this. My prayer is, Lord, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let Satan not be able to put his hands, destroy or hinder my ministry. By the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He got to flee. Same way with you. Use the right thing. He'll flee from you. I'm serious about what I'm talking about here. All the stuff going on in America now. Okay. His mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead and set him at the right hand of the Father is the same Holy Ghost that will help you fulfill your purpose. That's how powerful you are. Guess how you got it. So how'd you get it, Pastor? How'd you get it, Pastor? You inherited it. Guess who can take it from you? Nobody unless you allow them to take it from you. You see, Satan wants to take it from you. 
many people have done things in their life and they thought they were doing things and it's accidents or incidents or folks and this and that. No, Satan trying to steal your ministry. Not in here. Because we plead the blood of Jesus Christ. We know what he's all about. Isn't that right? Because everybody in here has a person. Excuse me. A ministry. No little eyes, big U's. No big U's, little eyes. We're all the same. You see? You all know who uh, Patrick Mahomes is? He's pretty good. He's nothing without an offensive line. And there ain't nobody in here probably that can name all the offensive linemen. He can. Are y'all with me? You see? I can't think. Curry, what's Curry's first name? Steph Curry, he's a bad boy. Playing Boston, ain't he? Uh, does he play by himself? Everybody knew who Steph Curry is. I could ask you who the other people says, so I don't know. Y'all getting where I'm at? You see? Guess what? I'm Pastor Fields. I don't have nothing if I don't have sheep. If God doesn't give me sheep, I have nothing. It's all about him. Are you with me? I know this is good teaching. Yeah. And I'm taking my time doing it. Yes. Yeah. Wake up. Keep going. All right. Let's turn to Ephesians 3, starting at verse 16 from the Passion. Now, I'm not doing anything wrong, am I? Okay. All right. Now, that's something I can do. All right. And I pray that he would unveil within you the... Whoa, 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 whoa. My prayer is that God will unveil within who? You. Okay? The unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being. That's what I'm... My prayer that God blesses you. Read that part again. That... That your strength, the supernatural strength, will flood your innermost being by his divine, mighty, and explosive power. That's my prayer. It's about you today. It's about you. You see? And counselor, I, I like her. She was smart. You know, when I slap you, you feel it. She slaps you worse, but she does it so easy. You don't know you've been slapped. <laughs> yes. She didn't let anybody get away with anything. You know, when I tell y'all, this, in my way of saying it, Sister Kim, when you let somebody get to you, you're the one weak, not them. Then she's very nice and told, you know, you got to make sure that's not the way it is. They're doing this because you have weaknesses and you shouldn't respond to that. You know. Well, no, it was awesome. It was awesome. Because she's telling us, telling you the same thing I'm telling you. Know, at the time, you got to grow. Because, wait a minute, the people around you ain't. You, some of them, that is being who they are. Satan's just being Satan. 
there's one thing that Satan does. He is on his job. He ain't, when somebody said lazy, Satan ain't never, he don't even like lazy people because he wants somebody to do some work. He's on his job. But we got to start coming to the point that we know that we have the power and the strength to be able to do the things that God has called us to do. You understand it? And that's in everything. That's in fathering, mothering, parents, everything. You've got it in him. Okay? Go ahead, please. Then, by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside you. Well, what's going to cause it to happen? Your what? Faith. Faith. You remember what pastor says? Religion is for God, for man's way to reach God. Faith is for God's way to reach him. He, ain't, he don't care about all that stuff. Where's your faith at this morning? Where's your faith? You see? And the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life. It'll become the root of your life. Are you rooted in Christ this morning? You got to be rooted in Christ. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. Okay. And you can, if you ever see a tree, and if some of you all are educated in that area will tell you, you look at the tree at the top, it's just as big in the ground. It's rooted. If it ain't rooted, tornadoes come, storms came, it'd be just like it is that things throw it all over the place. But not Christians in this church because we rooted in Christ. Right? And in verse 18, then you will be empowered. Be what? Empowered. What? Empowered. Again. Empowered. All right. To discover what every holy one experiences. Yes. The great magnitude of the astonishing love of Christ in all its dimensions. Let me tell you, once you get, listen to me very carefully. Once you understand the love of Christ in your life, you, you, you're almost 95% there. You're almost 95% there. Because I hear people all the time, I just wish I had somebody in my life. And I want to tell them, uh, you might want to get Christ first and maybe he'll give you somebody. Because Christ ain't going to send you anybody. Y'all with me? Come on. How deeply intimate and far-reaching is his love. I love the love of God is so powerful that it can cause you to be able to handle anything. Okay? And how enduring and inclusive it is. Endless love beyond measurement. Now, endless love? Endless love. Okay, we ain't talking about that song, Endless Love. We're talking about this. <laughs> there are some people in here who could quote that song and sing that song, Endless Love, that don't know a scripture. <laughs> okay. Can I do, let's be fair. We've sung that song, and you know, you was dancing and you was having a good time with somebody singing that song, English Love. They don't know where you're at now, and you don't know where they're at now. You see? But God's endless love will never betray you. Never betray you. God's endless love. He, let me tell you, He doesn't love you because of. He loves you in spite of. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Yes, the endless love beyond measurement that transcends our understanding. Yes, Lord. 
this extravagant love pours into you until you are filled. God's love will pour into you until you're filled. There's never been a human being that's lived with this scripture that's ever been insecure. Ever. Counselor, be with you in a week. This is Pastor talking. If you had God's love, you wouldn't be walking around here like that country wrestling song, looking for love in all the, all the wrong faces, looking for love in all the wrong places. God loves you endlessly. That's a blessing. It'll change your whole life. You will never be a man pleaser. Man meaning human, because you have God's love. You don't even care if people like you or not. You know when I figured out that people that way, there's people who don't like Pastor Fields' style. And I said, no, that's cool. Because there's some pastors I don't like their style, (laughs) but they don't really care. You think T.D. Jakes is worried about what I care about him or not? Yeah, when he gets on his jet and flies all over the world and preaches to thousands of people, y'all with me? If you love yourself, then you don't, you look at other people and you clap for them, you're happy for them, but you really love yourself and where God's got you at and you don't need anything outside that, period. You see, there should be a Christian song, maybe somebody should write one. I got all I need in Jesus. I'm filled with Jesus. You see, so I got all I need. You see? All right. And not only that you are filled, but that you may be filled through all your being to overflowing with the fullness of God. Spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. Filled with the glory of God. Man, that's good stuff. You ought to walk out here never insecure again. Only insecure people have to try to make themselves feel secure. Thank you. Not us. We're filled with the glory of God. And the Amplified Classic says, Become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. God wants to live in the temple of the Holy Ghost. Does he have room in your life? Is there space for him in your life? All right. Never doubt God's mighty power Never to work da- in you. I'm telling you, I'm a witness that. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and, and accomplish those things that God wants to accomplish in you. Mm-hmm. That's right. And he will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream. God will give you more than you even asked him for. Mm-hmm. He will take you beyond your dreams. Mm-hmm. You see it all the time. You, we admire people that we think has got everything. And then we find out they don't have everything. And then if we really go back to the Bible, we feel, we say, no, we the ones got everything. Amen. You see? Uh, I was listening to, uh, to the brother preaching and he was trying to get his people to understand that in their marriages, People are looking outside for help. And the help they need is inside. 
what he was telling his people, if both parties got the Holy Spirit within them, then they're going to be equally yoked. That they don't have to look outside for anything else. Because their life is filled with the love of God. And once their life is filled with the love of God, it will help them be filled each other with the love that they need in the physical. And he went on down and said the words. He went to the physical, to the whole thing. Because God, when he fills you with his love, he gives you everything else you need in your life. You know, uh, some of you have never been high. People get high to lose themselves. You see, yeah, they do it to lose themselves. You see, I used to get high and listen to Coltrane. I'm, I'm an old guy, Jimmy Smith and those folks. And I'm saying, I'm, I'm just going to lay back. And, what are you going to do this weekend? Oh, man, give me some weed. Lay back and look at some sounds chilling. Monday. You gotta go to work. It's gone. What you get here, take it home, wake up Monday. You still got it. Yeah, you still got it. It's a better way. And this is the only way. All right? So your dreams, your wildest imaginations, he will outdo them all, for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. He'll do it. He will fulfill your dreams. But it's his purpose. What do you feel God, don't call it out, but what do you feel God has called you to do? When you all get home today, talk about it. Ask God to show you what he's called you to do. Whatever he's called you to do, he's qualified you to do it. I don't have, there ain't no I don't have in him. If he's called you to be a counselor, he's called you to be a doctor, lawyer, whatever, if he's called you to do it, you see? He's qualified you to do it. Your color, male or female, your zip code is not what you rely on. It is the power of God in your life qualifies you. You see? Why are you there? I belong there. All right? Am I doing all right? Yeah. They done raised that thing, but I'm finishing this today. All right. All right. All right. Colossians 2, verse 15 from the Amplified. God disarmed the principalities and powers that were ranged against us. Satan is disarmed. He's disarmed. Anybody that's against you, Christians, are disarmed. This is what the Bible says. He'll disarm them. He'll even do it to diseases. You know, the doctors will tell you what they think you got, but they don't know why you're still standing. Y'all with me? Because he'll disarm them. You see? All right. And also made a bold display and public example of them in triumphing over them in him and in it, the cross. God looks when, when a Christian person, uh, uh, one of his people is saved and, and, and got the faith. 
He gets excited to watch them stomp on, trample on Satan and his imps. You see? All right. Now Jesus has dethroned them, then I can rule over them. Jesus has dethroned Satan, yes or no? <laughs> then you can rule over Satan. Is that right? Jesus is dethroned. Satan is defeated. Y'all know why it's going crazy out here? Satan is upset. He is mad. He has been defeated. So he's trying to do everything he can to destroy ministries. But listen to me. Jesus dethroned Satan. You got the same power in you. Do the same thing. He has no power in your life, right? All right. Luke 10 and 19. Behold, I have given you authority and power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability over all the power that the enemy possesses and nothing shall in any way harm you. I'm letting her read the whole thing. I want to stop because I want to stop here in a minute. How much, what can harm you? Nothing. What can harm you? Nothing. Because you have the power in Christ to do what? To trample all those things. You see? Yes, uh, I'll tell you something in a minute, it'll blow your mind. Go ahead. Ephesians 6 and 10 from the Passion. Now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. Yeah. Be supernaturally be, infused. Be supernaturally infused. You see, I'm getting uh, radiation fusion now, right? Mm-hmm. Had my first one, I forgot when it was, but uh, Tuesday, and then I go back once a month. But you know, I'm going to be all right because I'm getting God infused. Yeah, you see? And people kind of, they're being nice. Uh, they're kind of, are you okay? And uh, Sister Cozy says, well, y'all look at him. You're looking at him because that infusion is not what's keeping me. It's that infusion that's keeping me. Right? Because he's trying, we know what that's all about. Keep going. Yes, infused with strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. That's what it is. Who are you infused by? Oh, some of them are not. Who are you infused by? The Holy Spirit infuses you. That's where your power comes from. All right, here we go. And stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. Right. Isn't that powerful? You stand victorious with the power Christ has put in you. You see, we ought to love it when some things happen to us. We ought to laugh at it because we got the power to overcome those things. And some of us are just grateful that God uses us. David Jeremiah, you know, had a, you know, you know his big time minister, had cancer, overcame it. Robert Morse, they thought he's died twice. Huge church. He back because Satan was trying to kill his ministries. But God raised them, them brothers up and let the world see. You ain't got no power over my people. Come on. John 4 and 4, we've heard that many times. He who is in me, Jesus, is greater than the devil. Say that. He who is in me, Jesus, is greater than the devil. So why are you letting him mess with you? Next scripture. Ephesians 2 and 6. 
And he raised us up together with him when we believed and seated us with him in the heavenly places because we are in Christ Jesus. Because we are what? In Christ Jesus. Yeah. There's a book called Feelings Buried Alive Won't Die. There's too many Christians are still in the tomb. Jesus then raised from the tomb. Get out of there. Get out of there. All right? And to our last scripture, James 4 and 7 from The Voice. One of my favorites. So submit yourselves to the one true God. One true God and, and fight against the devil and all his games. I'm saying games. Mm -hmm. And you will do what God would have you to do. Yes. But you can read it right. Mm -hmm. If you do, he will run away in failure. He's got to run away in failure. Yes. All right. Resist the devil. Do what? Resist the devil. What? Resist the devil. Again. Resist the devil. Okay. Stand firm. Stand how? Stand firm. Against him by demanding he be bound and go to the feet of Jesus. Put this in. You're bound. Go to the foot of Jesus. Uh-huh. And I'm his body. And I am Christ's body. We the church. We Christ's body. Guess what that does? So that makes the devil under my feet, too. Amen. Fact. It's a fact. And he will flee and run and tear from me. Say that. And he will, come on, and run and tear from me. And do this wherever you're sitting at. Get rid of that devil. Amen to that. Isn't that good? Let me tell you. I will tell you how good God is. And, and, and so some of you ought to understand how he does it. Stand up, please, ma'am. You all can cut me off if you want. Because if I say it and the people don't know, they'll be calling, all right? Look at Sister Gwen Turner. She look great? Yes. 